Okay, here we are. It's almost Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) You know, funny thing about that day, um, sometimes it's after Monday, and other times it's just before Wednesday. I mean, right. And in some weeks, they stick it two days after Sunday. So, you know. You just never know. You never know. You just never know. So here we are. (laughs) Mike Lahote and. Dr. Katz. Okay. With our Almost Every Tuesday podcast. That's right. Although we've been pretty good lately. I know. We've been been really good. Pat, 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 pat. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So this time I kind of picked the topic. You go, man. Okay. (laughs) And this has been real um, standing out uh, in the last couple weeks in my life and and the people around me and and, um, people that have come in here for help. And the topic is going to be time to take charge and and it has to do with once you've had your diagnosis, once you've started your treatment and everything, and your mind starts to get back to somewhat normal, connecting with your body, now it's time to to just move forward and get educated, find out as much information, learn more about your diet, learn more about your exercise and um, and other treatments that are available ask questions and and just um, take charge of what's what's going on in your life and not be a victim to the um, to the disease that you now have so before you're a victim before you're a victim yes yes so there that's the topic see and I you know how much I am a fan of that thinking because well you are an example you know, I'm an example we're both examples yeah. so at least we're practicing what we preach you guys I yeah. just want to say you know we're yeah. not like telling you something and then we did the opposite yeah. <laughs> but, and you've written two books this is your second book and we're oh, going to do yeah, tell them about your out. book signing oh yeah um, so sorry look, we tangented it a little bit but um, <laughs> my second book is called You Can't Make This Stuff Up Tales of an OBGYN and it's Let's just say some interesting stories, maybe a limerick or two over the last 25 <laughs> years of practice. And for all of you that then came out after the book was already written and said you had stories to share, where were you when I was asking for them in the beginning? We're going to have to write another book now. <laughs> yeah, anyway, third book is in the works. That's right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just going to do it. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> thank you for that little yeah, plug, Mike. No, no, go ahead. But, you know, back to the what I call like the <clears throat> mental power-up. It's honestly one of the first things that I talk about with with my patients when I have to give bad news. Yeah. It's just, you know, we we give the news. I follow my own advice with the be quiet for yeah. a second. Mm-hmm. Let them talk next, you know, and figure out what they want to know, how much they can handle, which hopefully I have a sense of that even before we talk. Yeah. But the, the then I tell them, okay, it's time to get powered up. And they look at me like I'm on Mars. You know, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? It's time to get powered up. Yeah. It's time to mentally harangue control of whatever you think you can. It's time to be active. You know, I equate it. It's kind of like when I was younger and I'd fall off my bike, you know? Right. And you you kind of like, ooh, that smarts. And then right? you get up and you shake it off and then you pick your bike back up. Right. And you're like, and oh, you examine okay, I gotta get it, out see, of it. Yeah. See if there's any damage done or whatever. Examine yourself. <laughs> yeah. So you lived it. I I've seen you um, go from your diagnosis and your treatment to writing two books. And what we you're really, doing now. we did meet early on. Oh yeah. 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 I don't I don't even know that I'd fully started treatment. No, yet you hadn't. 
you because had... there was a few delays here and there. <laughs> yeah. And same way with me. You know, yeah. uh, it was um, uh, kind of a, a blow and then um, really bad news. And then all of a sudden things kind of started to turn around and then it got better and then it got even better yet. So, so we both lived it. Yep. So, okay, let's talk about how we both took charge. Go ahead. Talk, oh. talk to the folks about how oh, yeah. you took charge. Well, um, it's almost like the five stages of grief. I think we've talked about this before. You first, you have, um, um, I, I lost my train. My That's right. So at first you're like, ah, it, and they're not even registering it yet. It's um, denial. There right. we go. Boy, I couldn't think of the word. Yep. Denial and then anger mm-hmm. and then depression yep. and then bartering yep. and, and then, then acceptance. acceptance. Okay, so we've got them all. And and so you go through that process and it, it will not go it will not jump over um, the next phase. You have to oh, actually no. go through it. You have to go through the whole thing. And so you have to be aware of it and know that that's what's going to happen to you. So so once you realize that you've kind of gone through that phase, then you have to consciously decide whether or not you're going to just wither up and blow away or you're going to try to get back to what you used to know as normal. And that's where I was at. I think that's where you were at. Yeah. Um, Or at least your new normal. Yeah, your new normal. You can't set an expectation that you can't meet. No. No, because things definitely change. So so you start putting things back together with, you know, with the tools you have. So that's that's where you're at. So for me, you know, it's kind of, I feel like I did it backwards a little bit. Because, you know, I, nobody was wanting to believe me that something was going on for Mm -hmm. more than a hot minute, Mm -hmm. you know, and it got to the point where I had to fight so hard to get someone to listen that I almost felt like I was already (laughs) trying to take (laughs) charge before anything was happening, you know? I I was in denial right from the beginning. (laughs) You know, see, I, I was kind of the opposite because I was so yeah, mm, ready for somebody to believe wrong. me. Right, you knew something that was once wrong. I got my diagnosis, I kind of went right to, aha! I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. But yeah. then it wasn't exactly the same thing as, like, accepting it. It was just, yeah. like, a weird validation. So I don't know what sk- steps Step. yeah. I'd done beforehand. I think I was doing all my grieving but not necessarily denial for sure mm-hmm. and then i was kind of bargaining about it and I th- so i feel like i went even through those even before i got to the point of yeah. finding out what it was yeah you, so yeah you i wrote guess it the did. last chapter before you i, did. Yeah, before you I skipped a little yeah. and and i was just the opposite i went kicking and screaming right all the way you know this yeah. isn't happening to me i don't believe you right um i don't care what those numbers say i feel fine while I'm sicker than a dog, yeah. And, um, but then, like I say, you 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 try to put things back together. My dad used to say, "When new ways don't work, go back to old ways that did." And so that's kind of what I did. I started like from scratch, and I this worked before. I'll try that, and so right. Or sometimes you have to learn the opposite direction, right? That oh, yeah. not old ways anymore. That you gotta find, yeah. Because new now stuff. your life is all new again. Yeah. 
you know, and when it comes to decisions, taking charge of decisions, like I said, I feel like that matters even down to the very first tell conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, you go ahead and speak. Mm-hmm. You you let your physician know what you're ready to hear. You you let them know where you're coming from mentally before you go any further. Yeah, because ultimately, make yourself heard, make yourself known. Ultimately, you make the decision, so so you have to take that. You have to take ownership of it. That's right. Or like you say, if you want family present or, yeah, you know, you exactly. say if you want to be part of a trial or something uh-huh. more experimental like I did. Yeah. So, well, actually, I got so nudged into it. Take but that then, a you know. little further. <laughs> um, you know, you have, you have to live the rest of your life with your disease. So, so you can't stop being happy at ho- on holidays and you can't stop, um, you know, Doing things with family, vacations, um, parties, um, events, whatever, whatever you used to, you know, family reunions. You, I mean, honestly, you it becomes stop. even more important to take charge of stuff oh, like absolutely, that. Absolutely. Are there sometimes extra precautions? Yeah, like when my counts and everything were down mm-hmm. and I was all immunosuppressed. And I mean, I, I guess I got coincidentally lucky that we were in a pandemic anyway, so everybody else was wearing masks too. <laughs> but you know. Yeah. I would have sucked it up if I were the only one in the room wearing right. a mask, you know, because that's just what I had to do to make sure that something else didn't right. finish me off before my cancer. Exactly. But that was taking charge also. Yes. You know, I didn't have to do those things. Was it recommended? Sure. Mm-hmm. Was it recommended that I go ahead and do all this chemotherapy and all this experimental stuff because nothing was fitting? Yes. But then I had to say yes. Yeah, I was lucky with my you know oncologist. What I mean? Exactly, I my oncologist didn't just um, say that her final decision or diagnosis or whatever and and um, method of treatment was the um, end all be all or whatever. Right. She had me go to Carmanos and she had me go to um, U of M, and so you know that networking with other um, physicians confirmed what she was doing even though um she was right on the money to begin with but but just that that sense that uh that everybody was on the same page right and that um we were doing the best thing possible and all that that was really reassuring and and that's part of taking charge too get those second opinions if you want although i'm going to tell you guys right now though you don't want to get so caught up in getting the next opinion and the next opinion and the next opinion oh, that yeah. you waste your time, though. Yeah, and, and by you waste your time, I mean you're yourself. you're you're taking away the window you could have had, right? You know, for treatment or whatever. Because sometimes it, it's all too much when you first yeah. hear those words. Yeah, you definitely know? don't shop around much, for the diagnosis yeah. you want. <laughs> right. You know, much less than if you go around getting five different opinions. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing if. You have some kind of knowledge where you know that whatever the diagnosis mm-hmm. is is not correct. Like that—that that was my case. This—this mm-hmm. this is a true story. Yeah. But you don't want to, you know, if you're not a medical person, and then at some point you have to also take charge and make the decision to trust who's caring for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, if you don't know, then please keep looking. But I'm just saying, yeah. there's there's always an underlying timetable humming away at you when you get a diagnosis of something serious. Yeah. That's a role we play here too. Um, we have access online to do webinars, Zoom meetings, um, and uh, seminars and everything here. If you're curious about your disease or, or want to learn more information, um, we can 
you know, you can do it here with the American Cancer Society and the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Right. We have all kinds of booklets, literature. Um, we can connect you to people that are knowledgeable about everything that um, that you're going through. Well, and that's part of taking charge, too. Yeah, oh, you absolutely. Can't, you cannot just wait for things to come to you. No. You know, I was, you know, beating the bushes and yelling and looking at labs and looking <laughs> at stuff. And I, but, but if I hadn't done that, I might not be here right now. Sure. Okay. I'm not saying everybody was wrong. Nobody's paying attention to me. No, 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 no. But I just mean that became part of my role. That's Honestly, I preferred example. if patients didn't have to have that role as much sometimes, okay. you know, because I think it's hard for other physicians when they're taking care of a physician, they just kind of assume that you've got it covered. And it's like, well, no, I don't treat cancer. I'm mm-hmm. a gynecologist. So, mm-hmm. well, I mean, actually I do treat cancer, but not, you know, yeah, not the sure. kind that I had. So right. I, I have no frame of reference to know. That's a good you know, point you make because we Treat have- everybody like a patient. We had a person come in that was just all kinds of anxiety over their blood test. Right. Well, after we got looking at it, the results, and, and, you know, dug a little deeper, come to find out the um, their interpretation of what the results were was so far off that it made them anxious. They were fine. Yeah. The, the results were supposed to be 60 or above. And because it was above 60, they thought that in in the one um, category, yeah. they, they they thought that because it was over 60 that that wasn't See, good. and, and a, so just you yeah, got to be careful. You got to be careful. And so understanding those things, and, and that person was, was overly anxious about something that just didn't even matter. You know, I mean, they were fine. So, so, so that's, that's part of taking charge, too, yeah, making so. sure... That you and you alone are responsible for understanding. That's notwithstanding what what your physician should be telling you and trying to explain. But then what I mean is if you still are going, huh, then you have to ask more questions. You have to go after it. Or, you know, I have a lot of patients tell me, well, I won't even know what to ask. Like, whatever comes to you, ask it. Or just when you say, I don't get it. There are no dumb questions because I know I I had a lot of them and – and and even with my script, you know, whenever I would run out of my medication and everything, I'd say to my daughter, who was a pharmacy tech, I'd say, boy, you'd think that the doctor's office would know that I was at the end of my script. And she says, Dad, it's not the doctor's responsibility to know when you're out of medication. It's yours. Mm-hmm. And so she was very blunt and to the point and said, you have to take charge of your own stuff. True story. I know. That happens a lot too. Yeah. Medications and when the refills. Like we always tell everybody, all right, when you're down to your last week, call. Almost never happens. No. (laughs) And I I was here. I was angry at the doctor's office. You know, why don't they pay any attention to that? And here come to find out. And Ashley (laughs) said to me, you know, dad, it's not their responsibility to do that. Yeah. I mean, how do they know you're even taking it regularly or whatnot? Yeah, That's anyway. another part of taking charge. Like, I take know. Take your stuff like you're supposed to. Yes, and understand what it all is. So. Yeah. Anyway. you got to be your own captain. You just do. You know, yes. your doctors and your team and whatnot, they're part of your team and they're, you know, they're, they're assistant coaches, you yeah. know, they're counselors, they're leaders, but they're not the captain. 
No. I know some doctors would disagree with that statement. Like, no, I'm the captain. You do what I say. <laughs> but I'm telling you right now it's healthier if you're the captain in a productive way, in yes. an integrative way, not yes. a I'm going to dictate to you, my doctor, what I want. No, it's not what I mean. I just mean you still need to take ownership and responsibility of whatever you can. Yeah, in every aspect. Yeah, exactly. And I know the two of us sitting here, we can tell you that it's working um, when we do that. So. Yep, true story. Yeah, and so. like I said, not in an argumentative way, just, right. just in an integrative way. Right. Yep. Plenty of communication. Well, there you go. That's it. That's it. That's all. Okay. I mean, that's a lot. That's like 16 minutes of yeah. solid advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And anybody that needs any more can always call us at 734-639-1167. Yep. And, um, or jump on our uh, Facebook page and uh, watch and listen to some of the podcasts or watch for our uh, posts. Mm-hmm. And, um And we will see everybody next week. Yep. For almost every Tuesday podcast. (laughs) I love that. Have a great night, everybody. See ya. Bye. Bye.